Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to... Oh, oh, oh <laughs> you okay, Danielle? I'm sad. Why? I'm sad for Sh- Shayna. Why? Because she just had, like, the short end... She had a terrible time with Big Brother. Big Brother honestly ruined her life. Both in the house and it seems outside of the house. What's going on outside of the house? So I guess... Her, she has a boyfriend, and this guy sounds like a real capital L. Oh, loser, I saw a little bit of that. Yeah, where I did not notice. And again, I haven't watched that many feeds. I've tried, but they're like it seems like they're always off when I try to watch them. But um, I guess it was that she's flirty with Lamar. I have not seen this. I have no evidence of this. I haven't seen any clips of this. You know, if she was, that there are accounts out there that would clip it and post it everywhere and retweet it, and we would have seen it. If anything, I would have thought that, like, someone at home would have been concerned about her relationship with Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah, yeah. Who hates his wife. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Very true. But, um, or maybe it was also with Chris Kirkpatrick. I don't know. But so her boyfriend... I guess unfollowed her on Instagram and made some sort of comments where it's like, we're broken up now. Oh, dang. Yeah. So like she, not only was she totally shot on in the house for in my opinion, being a fun, amusing player, but she also gets to leave and have the indignity of, you know, she's doing her interview with Julie saying, I can't wait to spend Valentine's with him and give him a big old smooch. And then he's dumping her. Justice for Shayna. Yeah, I mean, I don't I I, I kind of see why people liked her. She never really did it for me. I think I just she's didn't great. think she was like a sh- I like Teddy more than Shayna. Like I like them hey, both. You know what? Like <laughs> you had 11 people and only like 5 are even attempting to play. So, good on her for being in that 5. And she calls it out too. Well, I love a queen who calls stuff out. I mean, we're jumping way to the end of the episode of last night's episode. But so, yeah, during her interview with Julie, Julie's like, so how was your experience? And Shana's like, it's frustrating playing with people who don't know what this is. Yeah, it's frustrating to play. I'm sure it's also very frustrating to watch. I think the producers have to realize, like, I didn't watch this episode live because I knew there was no way it was going to be worth staying awake for. (laughs) And I'm really (laughs) glad I didn't. I watched it this morning. And the second I see that Shayna wasn't even able to play in veto, I was like, thank God I went to bed. What? This isn't. Danielle. This isn't TV. Like, this is not. Survivor producers would never. 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 (laughs) It's like, what am I even watching then? What's the point of this show? All of this cycle was. She's got to get the veto for herself. She's got to get the veto for herself. It's all going to come down to the veto. And then they come back from the commercial and you have the other six dope standing there and little blonde Shayna in the corner. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? That's the thing. It's just bad TV at that point. Bad TV. Just really bad TV. Like, why do I watch the show? I retweeted, someone tweeted, like, me watching the show I hate because it's my favorite show. That's how I feel about Big Brother. Like, why am I watching this? There's no, it's all idiots. I'm I'm now a Todrick and Misha fan. Like, I have to root for them because who, what's the point? What, I'm going to root for Carson, Cynthia? Good luck. Grow up. They should, they should kiss Shayna's butt when they get out of here. If they're determining it by random draw and you pull Lamar, Todd, no, was Todd nominated? No, you pull the other three names. Yeah. Don't you go, well, I'm randomly deciding to pull the names again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it is just, it's so bad. That was, that was so horrible, but it made me really happy because unlike last week where I stayed up only to be disappointed uh this week i went to bed and woke up to be disappointed so that's much better for me in my opinion my mental health my well-being i'm pulling a chris Catan and saying i need to take a minute here you got yeah you have a podiatrist daughter at home. <laughs> yeah waiting for me yeah but so that's just it it bums me out. I, I really liked her. I came, I had no expectations of Shayna and I came to like, like her and respect her. I liked that she left on a sourpuss note to give a little, you know, like oh, yeah. to, a little shade to Todrick. I thought that was great because Todrick and Misha both are actually, I think, very fun villains 
and they work together well as good villains. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that's that is good TV. She's giving us good TV, and the producers of Big Brother are undermining her every step of the way. I'm done with. I mean, I, I'm done with Cynthia and and Carson. Thank I'm I, done with them. I, I understand yeah. rooting for. I understand. Like I checked out the Joker's ra- rankings this morning. Yeah. Shanna obviously at the top. Good. It's good to root for an underdog. It's good to feel for an underdog. It's good to put one next to their name, even though yeah. their face is in gray. <laughs> yeah. My girl said my girl Cynthia's had a fall from grace. Well, she's been sitting at two or three for a while. And she's basically on she's in the Todrick Misha land. And she, it's like she's now turned into a villain without any of the fun parts of being a villain, i.e. being good yeah. at the game. Um, so I, I, at this point I am full, I am full Misha, Todrick, like also like, I honestly, I was really hoping once I saw Shayna was not even playing in the veto, I was really rooting hard for Lamar. Cause yeah. I was like, this is actually uh, of the people remaining or playing in the competition. Lamar would be the most interesting veto winner because he might use it. Or right. he might not use it. Like he might do something so weird with it because he literally does not understand <laughs> how the mechanics of the veto competition works. Right. So I'm like, okay, I don't know. Maybe he leaves the nominations the same A because true wild card. You or he'd stand up and he'd be like, Carson, I nominate you. And be like, oh, okay, okay, well. <laughs> That's not what that does, but no. yes. <laughs> I mean, quick, quick sidebar. Loved. Loved the veto getting used on Todd. And no, then oh, that was good. Todd thinking, this is my moment, baby. Oh, Todd yeah, that was great. Getting up, standing, like going to the front of the class and then teacher Julie Chen saying, Todd Bridges, sit your ass down. <laughs> 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 this is not time for you to that do whatever fantastic. you're going to do. That was fantastic. <laughs> I mean, and that was, again, another fun, I thought a fun move from Todrick to just like twist the knife a little like this is yeah. how confident we are that Misha's not going home bitch where I'm gonna take Todd Bridges down I thought that was great like I don't know what they I don't get the hate honestly for Todrick and Misha I enjoy that they're such a villainous couple I don't know anything about this please don't at me apparently Todrick has just been kind of like bullying and then pulling the victim card on his own bullying bullying <laughs> with stuff which is why people kind of don't like him and okay yeah so that I, yeah that would be annoying. I, I don't know specifically i don't either what's been going on but the internet hates the internet hates him now okay. i love that in his thing in his uh uh eviction he goes Shout out to my fans. I can't wait to see you all on tour. <laughs> Love that. Buddy, you might have a su- more of a surprise than than Shayna and her boyfriend. I afterwards. don't know. Maybe I'll buy tickets to the tour. I'll be his oh, fan. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm going from what I'm seeing on the Big Brother episodes, okay? Which is a high... like. It's kind of Polly-esque where it's like he's so high on his uh, on his own supply at the moment that his downfall would be so fun. But even if he doesn't, I respect the villain game and I respect the gameplay. Yeah, I'm he- I'm just here for the the like the villains to wipe the floor, yeah. you know. Wipe the floor and then, you know, I don't know, Lamar wins like final HOH or something like that. I <laughs> right. Don't I don't know. And then Lamar could win, you know, honestly Lamar could really win the game. I think if Misha gets to the end, she'll probably win. But, you know, if Todrick, for example, wins final HOH and makes the smart move to get out Misha, yeah. he might lose to a Todd or a Lamar. Yeah, because we got some bitter jurors. Oh, yeah, we do. And they're watching. And they're watching the show. They're they're not going to a jury house. They're all yeah. participating in the jury. Catan questionable. And Right. No, he's not. They're all watching. They're all seeing what's going on. Which, I don't know, might not be good for him. I highly doubt it'll be good for him. Uh, And like, I don't remember, honestly, if the past Celebrity Big Brother seasons were bitter juries, but I just think this one will be. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. 
Especially because I, everyone on the outside, like all these celebrities are seeing, I'm sure they're all keeping up with the uh, social media response and like taking the temperature of the fans and all of that. And so they all want to be on the right side of history. So I'm thinking they're all going to be supportive of Shayna and do like take her uh, thoughts into consideration. Because they all want to yeah, be I mean, seen as heroes. They don't want to be lumped in with the villains of Todrick and Misha. Yeah, I mean, I think they would probably respect what Misha is doing. But I, yeah. I, I, have, a hard, I have a hard time seeing, even though Todrick is like kind of doing the same thing. I think they would probably not reward Todrick with a very similar gameplay. Right. Which um, is too bad. I like that he's like fully owning that he's doing this sneaky stuff. And even Misha said in one of her confessionals, she's like, Todrick did this move. Misha's winning the comps. Todrick's pulling the strings behind the scenes. You know what's interesting, though, is the jury management aspect of it. Knowing that the jury is actually watching the produced show. Yeah. Because Todrick says on Sunday night, he says, I'm struggling with my track record. I don't have any comp wins. Everyone's going to see his success as actually Misha's success. Right. And he gets the veto win on, on Monday. Good for him. And then also he says when the moves kind of all coalesce to get Shayna out, he says in a veto, speaking directly to the, the jury, I made this move. This yeah. was my move, which is something that many players, whether it's in Big Brother or Survivor, don't get to say. They only maybe get to say it on yeah. finale yeah. night. In, like if Julie gives them 90 seconds to even do so <laughs> right. and they're done thanking CBS, you know, and God. Yeah. So uh, I think he is really quite intelligently making that case, realizing that he's like, I'm actually not in pole position here. I'm probably shooting for a second place win here. So I have to start communicating in my DRs elsewhere in the game that I'm actually being puppet master here. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, so props to him for that. I think it's a, I think it's an interesting move that we probably don't see very often. I agree. I totally agree. Um, and he is also one of the only other people, other celebrities on the show who has watched the show and probably yeah. been taking notes. At first I thought that was going to backfire on him and he was going to overplay. He might still, but like, I don't know. Everyone else is just so stupid that I think it might just work for him. Well, that's, that's gone. Like at this point. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, there was, there were people who kind of were smart enough, but their names were Chris Kirkpatrick and Shayna. Yeah. And like, they, they weren't, they weren't. Chris made probably one of the stupidest moves last week. <laughs> yeah. Chris and Shayna. Shayna yeah. won the veto. Chris could have told her to do what, to, what they what ended up happening. And she could have said, no, it's my veto. And the smarter move is for both of us to just stay put and yeah. let one of Carson or Cynthia home. Go home. I mean, uh, we should talk about this fight a little bit that happened kind of as we were recording. I know. On, um, it was so exciting. Right as we finished, like the bulk of it kind of started. But I didn't totally know the context before of like that uh, Cynthia. I'm sorry, that Misha and Todrick had kind of spun up this untruth that Shayna was actually the sort of snake of the season that she was playing both sides. Which in a way, I guess she kind of was. But um, the, what, what did you think about the fight and the, and the lead up to that with with Todger kind of um, lighting the the powder keg? It was so exciting. Honestly, it was. I, I was. It, I'm I have mixed emotions because it was obviously I was so happy to see a fight. I ran yeah. to the feeds. I was so excited that I could watch the feeds and watch it go down because um, I love a live fight, you know. Yeah. And so in that way, I was very happy. In another way, it was very frustrating to watch because you can only explain your very valid, you know, story to idiots so many times. And I think that's what happened. Like, Shayna just explained, explained. And you could just see on Cynthia's face, like, nothing's going to get through. Well, that that was the toughest part for, for Shayna, is that once Cynthia heard that story, she was like, that was it. She, she turned Her into mind was made up. Yeah. Her mind, yeah. And on top of it, there's this sort of psychological human interaction thing of you can't be the – if you are telling the truth – no matter how much you want to scream it and pull your hair out, 
Yeah. I just watched Don't Look Up last night. <laughs> you can't be the person who's screaming and pulling your hair out. You have to be cool. And even though Misha and Todrick are, I wouldn't call it lying. They were spinning up. They were spinning up the the sort of, I don't know. The story. The story a bit. Yeah. And, but they were just being cool. They're just like, listen, it's just, this is, this is what happened. And you vote us out, vote us out if, 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 you know, and Cynthia even says, or Carson even says, well, Misha was saying, well, just nominate me and vote me out if I'm, if I'm wrong, or if you think I'm lying, like why she has to be telling the truth because of that, which is just like a complete. Yeah. Whiff but on Carson's Shana said part. that too. Shayna also was like, fine, put me out, vote me out. You she know? didn't say she didn't say it like that. She said it was after screaming and crying and pulling her hair out and yelling at everybody and looking like a crazy person on the street. She stomps away and says, fine, put me up, whatever. I don't know. If I there's a she, difference. I thought she handles it pretty well. <laughs> I didn't think she was that dramatic. I thought, you know, I didn't see any crying. She was like upset. She was fired up for sure. But I thought she handled it because it's so frustrating to talk to someone, to be telling the truth. And I'm sure she saw it in Cynthia and Carson's yeah. faces and in their reactions. Carson, the same way she mentioned in her eviction uh, interview, Carson was like, yeah, totally, honey. Listen, let's just see how the veto plays out. And it's just like, yeah. it's demeaning in a way because you're like, I'm telling you the truth. All the actions I've done this far have been to help you. I'm trying to explain the game to you as we play it. I'm like doing all this stuff. And it's just biting me in the ass because you guys are such idiots that you're going to believe the first freaking used car salesman, used gameplay salesman that comes along in Todrick and Misha. Yeah, it's – I kind of want to talk about Carson and Cynthia in this too. Like, yes. Oh, we have – I mean – what a what a what a fart whip and, and, oh, and Carson will come dunces. across will come across fine. He'll when he is evicted next week, yeah, or on Monday, whatever, whenever I have no idea what day it is, Friday, whenever the next eviction takes place, um, he will absolutely take it like a champ. He will be um, self-effacing and yeah. he will be self-deprecating in a funny way. And he'll, he'll say all the right things and he'll get it. Yeah. And he'll say, I want to apologize to Shayna, but I mean, you're just so thick, man. And, and Cynthia too, she, she, she's really rough rough for her. Cause she's like, she says, I'm being straight with you. I don't take meetings on the other side. And it's like, Think about why you're not taking meetings with the other side. <laughs> it's because yeah. they don't want to work with you at all. And they want you out of the house so bad, which is what Shayna is trying to tell you. Yeah. And well, and then Cynthia and Carson say, oh, oh, Cynthia says also, I don't believe two people would come up with a lie to try and win a game. It's like. That's what yeah. the game is. The game is about lying to win a game. That's what is such so annoying. And that and these two words, I don't ever want to hear on Big Brother again. Honesty yeah. and integrity. Oh, my God. <laughs> like that's Carson and Cynthia. That's what they're that's what I'm going to call them from now on, because that's Honestly. what they're like basing everything around. Here's the other thing that sort of bothers me, though. OK, Cynthia, box of crayons, as Shayna said. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like talking to a brick wall. There's nothing. Nothing's going to get through there. Fine. Move on. Carson. Perhaps a little bit more going on, right? He gave that DR, I think at the end of, um, not not last night's obviously, but the episode before where he was like, it looks like the tide's turning against Shayna. So even though, like his whole thing for not putting her up immediately and perhaps just backdooring her is like him framing it as keeping his options open to still like maybe not burn that bridge with Shayna if she does win veto. And that's yeah. why he kept his initial nominees. I was like, you know what? I I think that sucks, too. He's trying to frame it as if, like, he's slightly smarter and understanding what's going on, and this is part of his strategy. But I actually think he's just full of shit. He was so... I don't know. He The wool was pulled over his eyes just as much as yeah. Cynthia's, and I think he can be... In his DRs, he can tend to be a little bit more introspective and... He even says a number of times, which I don't think Cynthia does, like, there's a big chance we're wrong here and we look like the biggest <laughs> right. idiots. Like, so I think he thinks about that, but at the same time doesn't, you know, doesn't affect him too much. 
Yeah. Um, I Before I forget, during Shayna's interview, one other thing that made me really like her is, um, so Julie's doing her little interview. They sign off. Julie says her catchphrase, one, love one another. Yeah. As she says it, Shayna's eyes flicker ever so slightly. <laughs> and like <laughs> Shayna is a former Miss Teen USA or whatever. So, you know, she's perfected the pageant smile, yeah. the sit and wait, the, you know... The look of someone who probably has something going on, but it benefits her to not show it. Yeah. But she couldn't help herself. But as when she heard love one another, her eyes flicker ever so slightly as if to say, what the fuck? (laughs) 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 I highly recommend everyone. I went back and rewatched it because I was like, look at her face. (laughs) But um, she just has this recognition of like, man, Julie's crazy. And yet another reason why I like Shayna. I didn't. Check that out. I mean, I'm kind of checked out while I'm watching it. And anytime it's like cutting to things that happen every time where it's like Julie's sign off the sort of what happens after the nominations, what happens after the veto where it goes to the dramatic music. I'm just like, there's literally nothing here is going to be interesting. It's all mad produced. Yeah. But I will check that out. Um, So speaking of other like little things. We got another um, Hong Kong evict Shayna from Todd Ridges. But then we had something new in the DR that the uh, voting process. I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> that we've never had before. I also was on the edge of my seat. Um, I couldn't quite figure out what was going on with Lamar's voting process. I don't know if Lamar knew what was going on with his voting process, but it was very entertaining. I loved it. Yeah. It was one of the best things that has happened on Big Brother. <laughs> it upset Julie. Well, yeah, I just love Julie. You can feel Julie's heart start to race of like, yeah. oh my God, what is this person doing? We're on live TV. How do I handle this? I love that. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, I don't know what he was deciding between. He was I mean, chewing his finger. He, yeah, he was eating his, like picking his nails and then like. And then he took it off and put it on, on the, the couch. couch. <laughs> And then, and then picking he... it up and eating it again. <laughs> uh, that that was a whole aspect of it. That was a whole plot line, yeah. Did anyone ever speak to Lamar beforehand, understanding that Lamar, again, quite literally does not understand the rules and processes of the game? Yeah. Did someone talk to him before and like, yo, we're going to put Shayna up, evict her? I mean, or is he just being, or is he recognizing, hey, Misha's a good competitor here. Yeah. I'm Lamar Odom. Yeah. I'm two-time NBA champion Lamar Odom. I recognize a good competitor. Maybe it's time to vote her out. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. It was amazing. It was fantastic. I like that just no one's going to tell him what to do. (laughs) Like, Julie said, let's go. And he said, I'm chewing my foot, my finger. (laughs) Give me some space. I mean, yeah. Like, what, what were we missing from the end of the show anyways? No, exactly. I'd rather watch that. I'd rather watch Lamar think about whatever the hell he's thinking about on live TV, causing Julie to sweat, than whatever stupid prepackaged thing that they have planned. Speaking about prepackaged, mm-hmm. um, remember when Amorosa was on? Yeah. And like once an episode or every episode, someone would be like, what's Trump like behind the scenes? <laughs> yeah. And there would be like like five minutes of like, I'll tell you what, I'm going to spill all the tea right here about yeah. Donald Trump. Sometimes he was a jerk. Yeah. The Kardashians <laughs> are this season's version of that where it's like, all right, nothing's going on. We got to find um, five minutes of Lamar like talking about talking about the Kardashians because yeah. it's like, well, that that'll boost engagement. That'll get people interested because nothing interesting is happening. Yeah, it's mostly kind of sad because that's the thing about Lamar. He gives me some of the biggest laughs, but he also gives me some of the biggest sads because he's really, yeah, he's still hung up on Chloe and um, she has moved on. She is uh, without is a doubt. She with anybody? On. Yeah, she's with that guy, Tristan Thompson. You should know him. He's oh, also an athlete. He, oh, Lamar would know him too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What is he basketball as well? He's a basketball player. Okay. Yeah. I I literally don't don't know who any of the the Kardashians are. Like I know who Kim is, but I don't yeah. know. And I guess I know 
I've heard of Kylie. Yeah. But I don't know if I would totally recognize her if I saw a picture of her. And I know there's like, I don't know who Courtney and Chloe are. Yeah, I know they're like need- the other main sisters, but they're they're both names start with a K, and they look. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I just can't. I, I I wouldn't be able to pick them out. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold the phone. What? I should know who Tristan Thompson is. He's Canadian. Oh, okay. he's from Brampton. <laughs> he's from Brampton. Wow, I really should know him. I should know him personally. personally? Yeah, personally. Yeah, he's from Brampton. Brampton. Where's Brampton? It's like it's it's in Ontario. You know, Ontario. It's a small place. (laughs) It's not that far um, from where I grew up. Do people who sympathize in Canada with the American Conservative Party go? Let's go, Brampton. (laughs) They do not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's so funny. Wow. That's like I'm married to Khloe Kardashian. Wow. Wow. Well, this is a Lamar's going to call you and see, can I get her number? She changed <laughs> no. it. I just want to text her and say, take her out to dinner or whatever. Well, look, people get back together. Ben and J-Lo got back together. So maybe Chloe and Lamar will get back together. Yeah, we they're dancing know. at the Super Bowl. I know. I watched, I saw that. How was the Super Bowl, the Super by Super the Bowl? way? I watched the fine. first it was, little bit. It was kind of a weird game. I would, I would say uh, it was kind of a weird game. And then... Uh, the halftime was pretty cool. The halftime show was pretty good. Halftime show was fun. You know what really upset me? What? The meta commercial. Oh, with like the dan- like the sort of Chuck E. Cheese animatronic yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. That- About like life is really sad now. Yeah. You used to have a good job. Now you have a shit job. And yeah. the only enjoyment you will ever get out of your life is if you strap on these fucking goggles. Well, yeah, my husband said, and I was like, this is so true. Did you, you watch Black Mirror, right? Oh, yeah. This is like the really depressing version of San Junipero. Oh, yeah. San Jun- where it's like, yeah, the best days of your life are over. So the only way you'll ever relive them is alone wearing these goggles um, with a company created by Mark Zuckerberg. I, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything like I, it really gives me a very dark feeling in my stomach <laughs> seeing that commercial. I was like, this is hell. This is pure hell. I don't totally buy into like the metaverse stuff like ever being. Re- I, I think I in a way either. it will be somewhat. I think in a way people will use it more in like 10 years. But also I think humans just kind of prefer being like there's. On the other hand, like how much we've all like do- dove into our phones and stuff in the last 10, 12 years is yeah. scary. Yeah. But I still think humans generally prefer being around other humans, smelling, touching, singing with yes. other people, eating with people. Like I, I just, hey, it's great if, uh, you know, you want to like, I don't know, like play a video game. Sure. but. Video games are incredibly popular, but also not that many people play video games. (laughs) I don't know. I just like, I didn't like that they used that creature and they made the creature sad. Like it was one step removed to people being mean to a dog for me, which also really upsets me. Yeah. I mean, it was very engineered on purpose to make you feel. To make me sad. Yeah. It was sort of like, um, you know, like when they're mean, when they throw the toys away in Toy Story. Yeah. It's sad. So that was very upsetting. And I don't watch the Super Bowl to be upset like that. So I just want to say, fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, that's fine. That's great. That's a, <laughs> this is a great place to say that. Thank you. Uh, I mean, the commercials I mean, the commercials have not been good in a Super Bowl for a long time. We have long passed a inflection point where we either go hard into these like nostalgia things like, oh, it's Austin Powers. Or, the or it's like these references that are the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. It's Meadow Soprano driving an electric Chevy Silverado. <laughs> yeah. Woke up this morning, charged <laughs> myself a car. Where I mean, I'm sure people didn't even like like. I'm sure a lot of people are like, what What the hell am I watching? Well, everything's a car commercial, um, and then if it isn't, and, it's crypto. I don't know. <laughs> well, then yeah, there's crypto stuff, and then there's just like these these things that are trying to be funny, but they've been so beaten 
down and hammered by the sort of marketing creative industrial complex and by by all these you know CEO like CEOs and marketing executives who have to approve of everything yeah. that it's like oh yeah well it can't be that funny no so things just go into this realm of of like you and I right people who studied <laughs> art of comedy yeah watching something and being like I don't I don't even understand why or how this is supposed to be funny. It's clearly playing with a humorous tone, but the actual like A plus B plus C equals D of like joke setup punchline yeah. doesn't work because it's just been so hammered thin by you know executives and, and people noting a commercial into well, it can't be that funny. It can't, you know. Yeah. So whatever. Like they all sucked. They yeah. all they, they all sucked. Honestly, the bad. only thing I enjoyed was the crypto one with Larry David. Because in a way, it was like, yeah, crypto does suck. You know, like the the end punchline sucked the air out of the balloon because it was like, Larry David doesn't know what he's talking about. But honestly, right. if you just remove that one part of it, Larry David saying, hey, crypto sucks. I was like. Sounds good. That actually speaks to my generation. Unfortunately, yeah, that is not the point of the commercial. Uh, yeah. Did you take out your phone? Did you look at the QR code? No, I didn't. But I did say, oh, this is probably a good one. I bet a lot of people did because it was just for so long. I thought that was actually I had my a good brother ad. come over and I, I wasn't going to use my phone, but I just screamed at him. I was like, you use it. <laughs> you do it. I was like, yeah, get the phone out. <laughs> he screamed at him the way Colby yeah. screamed at his brother in Heroes versus Villains. God damn it, Luke! <laughs> I need to eat Applebee's with you on the beach. <laughs> I just love, I love siblings screaming at each other. I've discovered it is pretty funny. <laughs> brothers yeah. yelling at each other. Um, well, what else is there to say about Big Brother, really? Oh, I thought we were done. Yeah. Well, oh, I just, there is a there is quite a bit to say about Big Brother in the spoiler section. Okay. Should we do that now? Do we have any questions? Well, on... we had yeah, we not too many. We just had a couple comments. So like I'm Kyle Petty said don't cuz I tweeted that Shana Shana should go on a regular season. Um and he said don't stop it just Shana, let's get Teddy back in there too. At least she knew the game, was willing to play it. I totally agree. Like it's just so frustrating. Like why is this a show? At a certain, why is this a show? I just don't. What's the point of having? Listen, I'm fully ready to call myself out and say I personally do enjoy when the celebrities are confused and don't know what's going on, like Lamar. Yes, that is fun. And it either has to be that, or it has to be the like you can't have. You can't have the Cynthia's. Yeah, they ruin the game. They ruin the show. Even Todd is. Yeah, Todd is not. Todd is in the middle too. Like he's, Todd, he's yeah. closer on the Lamar spectrum, but he's like, but he's not there yet. But we got to right. talk about Todd in a minute. Okay. Um, um, good hair person said, I cannot wait for them by them. She means, or they mean um, Carson, Cynthia to be evicted and maybe realize how badly they fucked themselves. <laughs> yes, I agree. A hundred percent. She, they use like five exclamation points. And I agree with every single exclamation point. They also said, are y'all shaking with fury at these dumb dumbs too? Please. I am losing it. Cynthia and Carson. Yes. I, yes, I was shaking with fury. They're annoying. I want them. I can't wait to see them get evicted. Oh, can I back up a little bit? Yeah. I meant to respond to you. I meant to respond to your thing about putting Shayna on Big Brother. Okay, please. At first, I don't know. I think Teddy, yes. Really? You you really hold the like hold the flame for Teddy. Something about Shayna is just like, I don't know. She's just like doesn't I at first I was like, no. Nah. I was like, no, nah. she's too she's dumb. She's dumb. <laughs> but you know what? And then I was like, you know what? She's I think she'd be good. She'd be good enough because she kind of follows the game enough. And I, I, I honestly, I just think she's a messy player. I've been saying this that's, from yeah, the start. That's what I'm saying. I think she's a like. I know people like her, but I would not call her a good Big Brother player. And like, if you were to throw her on a regular season, I couldn't imagine her doing very well, just because I think she plays with this a combination <laughs> of of being uh, of being really paranoid. And then when she, her back is against the wall, like as we saw, like she doesn't behave in a way that 
would lend herself to pl- like winning very well. Like I know she was right with what she was saying, but she can't communicate that in a in a confident, calm manner where people believe her. She just comes across like a conspiracy theorist or whatever, though, even though she was telling the truth. So I don't, I don't in the end, yeah, put her on just because like, first of all, she's no more famous than like any normal person in my mind. Right. No, exactly. I, I, I was just debating in my head. I was like, because at first my knee jerk was like, don't put her on. She sucks. And then I was like, you know what? She sucks, but she's at least somewhat interesting and would make for team chaos team feeds well that's what i'm saying yeah is she an amazing player no but she's playing and she's doing things that i just enjoy watching like using the veto not doing what the hoh wants just like yeah would she get voted out early on in a regular season probably but so what she would bring some amusement to that early on season and that's all i'm looking for i'm looking for amusement here when i see a cast a big brother. I want to see 12 to 16 people who each have a case to win the game. And that's what, that's kind of what a bit of my knee jerk is where it's like, I just don't think she could win the game. And I don't know, like it sometimes it disappoints me about looking at a regular cast where it's like, well, these four jokers just like, there's no way they're going to win the game. Okay. I don't Granted, have that we same... have like, jo- I don't know, Josh Martinez won and like, yeah. you look at him and you're like, this guy's not going to win the game. <laughs> well, and then you look at how he plays the game and you're like, this guy's really not going to win the game. And then he won the game. Yeah, I don't have that same. That's not why, what I what gets me excited when I, I see the cast. I want to see competition. I want to see gladiators. I want to see drama. Of equal skill. <laughs> no, I want to see who's going to start the house meeting. <laughs> That's what I want to see. So she's out. Yeah, shout in the streets. Um, Mini Cthulhu said we need to have Jody on to talk about <laughs> to talk about this. So Jody from Big Brother fourteen, whose Twitter handle it well, her Twitter name is Jody Big Brother fourteen, not <laughs> verified. Um, so question: She tweets, Lamar Odom has zero hair on his head. So what exactly was he blow drying here? Because he's holding a blow dryer. It's a great question. Um, Mini Cthulhu thinks we should have Jody on to discuss. I don't know. He's pointing it at nothing. So. I don't know. Maybe his beard. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe he's just warming himself up. Maybe it's cold in there. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah, it's L.A. I've also never seen a hair dryer like that. It's been 80 degrees in L.A. all week. It's been pretty hot. That's probably Um, chilly in the house. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe he's like shrink wrapping something. <laughs> um, Alien Bomb said they're about Misha and Todrick. They're playing the game. I'll give them that. You gotta give them that. You gotta. If nothing yeah, else, you gotta give them that. <laughs> probably the only two people playing the game. <laughs> um, and that's really it for questions and comments this week. Well, not this week, but these past couple days. So, because really, what's there to comment and question about? That we haven't already covered. Yeah. Um, can we get to some spoilers? Yeah. Okay, spoiler time. Spoilers. <laughs> Guess who won HOH? <laughs> Todd Bridges. It's the dawning of the age of Todd Quarius. <laughs> Todd is in charge. I really hope he gets the most incredible HOH-itis we've ever seen. I can't, exactly what I was going to say. He's the only person who I could imagine having like just bossing. We saw what happened when this guy was, was didn't even win veto. veto <laughs> yeah. Was just placed the veto around his neck. He's like he's yeah. ready to nominate people. He's ready to take over for Julie's job. He's ready to do it all. He has a bit of a short temper. Yeah, as we've seen, he is the oldest castmate he certainly seems like there's a little bit of just like he's gonna put that you don't know I, I, who are you you know who i am i'm todd bridges like <laughs> and if you didn't i'm gonna know, tell you young ones you know. like <laughs> now you know yeah. I, I 
he is this he is a spiky little dude. He is. And it comes out of nowhere. I remember like watching <laughs> him with Murray when Murray was sad and crying. He was like being really nice to her. Like Chris Kitan wasn't the only person who was kind of fatherly and nice to Murray when she was in the house. Chris, I mean, uh, Todd Bridges also had a really nice moment with her that I saw. I think one of the times I was watching Keys where I was like, wow, he's being so kind and lovely to her and like what a nice person to have in the house. And then it just turns on a dime where he's like, he's be- screaming at Cynthia about how he's going to cut her in the streets or whatever. It's very, he, he's a wild card too. Now, do I expect him to do anything interesting with this HOH in terms of nominations? No, I expect him to put up a Carson and Cynthia. Fine. I don't care. Get one of them out. Truly get one of them out. However, there are only six people left in the game. And if Carson or Cynthia win veto, he would have to put up someone he's aligned with. Yeah, and that's fun because he also doesn't care. He doesn't care about his alliance. Todd Bridges cares about one thing. Todd Bridges. Todd Bridges. <laughs> he's going to, oh my gosh, you know, a couple nights sleep in that big king-size HOH bed. A couple showers head. in that hot, sizzling hot HOH oh. shower. <laughs> a couple of those. The water pressure are, are is like <laughs> excellent. The artisanal snacks from the HOH basket. Oh. Chocolate covered pecans, perhaps. It's going to go Trader straight to his Joe's head. <laughs> and he's going to be so high on power. He's going to, I just want to see people try to have meetings with him in the HOH room. No you know? one man should have all that power. <laughs> I want to see them groveling at his feet and him. I mean, he's already he's already done. He's doled out a punishment. I'm pretty sure it's because of him that Lamar and Todrick are now like tied together. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think, yeah, it's like some sort of, you know, competition costume punishment thing. Yeah, but they're, he's, they are tied together. That That's not good for Todrick, because no. Lamar likes to get up in the middle of the night, pace around. <laughs> yeah, go sit in the room and think about Chloe, I guess. Think about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good for Todrick. It's not good for Lamar, because Lamar does not seem like the type who wants to be tied down to anyone other than Chloe. So... He was tied down. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I think I need to go to this brothel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, break free. Um, we will see. That's pretty much it. There's been no noms yet. I think that's today, right? I think. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm not expecting. Maybe there will be another fight between Todd and Cynthia. I don't know. Who else is going to fight? No one. Uh, t- yeah, I mean, Cyn- Cynthia and Todd, I mean, Todd fights with everybody. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll I, see. I, I, we're in the, first of all, it is Tuesday the 15th. The show, the finale is a week from tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're wrapping it up. We're going to be thankfully wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. By the way. BB Can 10 premieres in like two weeks. Yeah. Survivor 41 premieres in two. Danielle, how are we going to cover a season of Big Brother and a season of Survivor at the same time? I don't know. It's going to be really, well, really you have, difficult. you have the time. How am I going to do it? <laughs> I don't know. It's, no, I think it's going to be really hard. At least the Survivor's only on once a week, thank God. I know, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the Survivor 41 cast has been announced. Release. I mean, we saw a little bit of, of the world record holder on the Survivor right. 40 finale. They're really hyping But they, him. they have like, uh, you know, contestant interview pages with uh, photos and I haven't really looked at it, but uh, did you, did you look at it? Did you have any thoughts? So I haven't done it. I think we should do a deep dive uh, on it. Perhaps for our next episode, we should brief and bring our thoughts because I've seen, yeah, I've seen that stuff sort of hitting the news wires, but I haven't, uh, I haven't tapped. I haven't clicked yet. So, but I'm excited to do so. I've seen a couple like gracing the feed. Um, I, it's all new people, so that's fun. Not a not a returnee season. I'm not sure the theme of the season. I don't think there is one yet. But there wasn't. I think one. it's going to be a continuation of the last season because they shot a back to back. Right. And, and Jeff at the beginning was like, every season of Survivor up until now, throw it in a trash can. That yeah. was for babies. <laughs> it's extreme. There's no food. We're doing it fast. Um. So I don't know. I'd imagine it's just going to play out pretty similar to the most recent season. Yeah. 
I mean, and then maybe they're going to shoot it in maybe they're going to shoot these seasons in these blocks where you have like two seasons with kind of a similar theming and kind of a similar um you know gameplay style or or gameplay mechanics and then we'll come back a year later and it's like all right we shot two more seasons and they're different you know in this way right i'm i'm giving a quick glance to all of the contestants and it's the same i think this was the same as maybe this is just the way survivor like identifies their cast who are these people (laughs) well no they all are always like they have such sad stories (laughs) that it's always like i lost my dad at a young age or like i battled leukemia or what like it's incredible like of course that's what makes people human everyone has a story but it's just like it's it's very heavy a lot of these cast members so far that i'm looking at but we'll do a deeper dive we'll do a deeper dive okay okay i'll spend some time yeah. So we've got that coming up. We've got BB Can coming up with $100,000 worth of Weber grills. Very exciting. Yeah. It's a lot. And then, I mean, we have a couple minutes left. Do we yeah, dare? Yeah, no, I was going to say, we're kind of done. Like, what do you want to talk about? Do we dare discuss the Gilded Age? <laughs> oh, that's Gilded Age. Let's do the Gilded Age. I don't have much do to say because I've spent... More time on this podcast than I have watching the Gilded Age. You, I texted Brett saying it was my favorite new show that you needed to watch it. I saw, and then I saw some friends, some friends who I trust tweeting about <laughs> Gilded Age, and I was like, I can't tell if they're making fun of it or if they're down, but they were watching it, and you know what? It's I, I, I like Downton Abbey. Yeah, that's why I thought you'd love Gilded Age. I'm down. I'm I'm down for a little upstairs downstairs in New York. <laughs> the show sucks. No, the I reject sucks. that. I reject. I this watched opinion. 15 minutes of it. It was unbearable. No, it's so good because yeah, it's Downton Abbey, but without any of the annoying accents. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love rich accents. <laughs> Mr. Bitch, <laughs> Mr. Bitch, drop the pudding. <laughs> it's so good. It's like yeah, there's zero stakes. It's all about like the first. I wish you watched the whole first episode at least. It was like two hours long. So what? It's so fun. The costumes are amazing. The scenery is amazing. The CGI New York, like. Because what they do, what they have to do is they have to make New York look new, like brand new. So it just looks yeah. so fake, which it is. But it's just very interesting the way they did it. And um, yeah, it's totally American uh, Downton Abbey down to like you've got the Richies. You got the old Richies. You got the, new, the Richies, new Richies. And then you got the servants. <laughs> and they just say out loud. They're like, they just say what they're thinking out loud. Which I, like, I don't like the new rich. And it's like, yes. what the fuck are we talking about? Yes. Is there going to be an ounce of nuance in this show? No, no. I don't no. want that. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. There's no point. We want people to exactly say like, I might be rich, but the old money don't accept me. I must find a way to make them see me. Carrie Coon is one of the best living actresses we've got around. <laughs> yeah. She is incredible. Yeah. And they have her walking around in a stupid fucking poofy dress and How being like, How dare you? Oh no, the chandelier amazing. is not in the right place, Charles. It's like, <laughs> How what dare the you? Fu- she is such a human actress. The depths behind her eyes and her voice. And she's just like farting around, eating no, fucking she's doing great. Yorkshire pudding or whatever the hell. You know what? You know what Carrie Coon's allowed to do, Brett? You know what she's whatever allowed to do? Whatever the fuck she wants. Whatever the fuck she wants. And have fun. Not everything can be a depresso rama. Like, what's she from? The leftovers? leftovers? Yeah. I just want leftovers season four. <laughs> Not everything can be that. Sometimes an actress wants to put on a poofy dress and be married to the hottest guy. Can I just say? I had to look this actor up because I've never seen him in my life. Morgan Spector plays her husband, George Russell. This guy is a whole new thing, okay? I just love couples in TV shows when, like, the husband just worships the wife and is like, my dear. Wife guys. (laughs) Yeah, I love wife guys in TV shows. He's just like, my dear. I support you in whatever you do. And like, you know, they're, the old money wrong her. And so he makes it he makes it even by like wronging. He's like, I'll buy the subway station and not let them ride it or whatever. Like he, He's like, I'll change the stock market so that their money is worth it. Like he just supports her. And it's hot. 
This couple, I just stand. Carrie Coon and I don't know, Morgan Spector, I've never seen him in my life, but I, I love him. I respect him. This character is great. It's just great. For that reason alone, I love watching it. And then on top of that, you have Christine Baranski. Speaking of Generation's Greatest Actors, you've got her, Martha Grinch, or whatever she was in The Grinch. Martha who? <laughs> Martha who from The Grinch being the I Maggie. I was confused. I thought there was a, a human actress named Martha Grinch. <laughs> No, her name is like Martha Lou Who or something from The Grinch. Oh, yeah. The one with we all love uh, Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's in the Maggie uh, McDonald. What's <laughs> Maggie Smith role? Dame, excuse me, Dame yeah. Maggie Smith role. Just being like a snoot. Yes. I have something to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> About America. Okay. And the social rot that we've experienced. Yes. We need a Dame title. <laughs> to issue to great elderly, now I'm not calling Baranski elderly, <laughs> experienced, lived in. <laughs> Mature. We need, we need a title to give to America's great women over 40. I like agree. Dame. Like Dame Judy Dench. Yeah. Dame, what's her name? Yeah. Maggie Smith. <laughs> Dame Maggie Smith. We need, we need a title to just say, all right. Christine Baranski. It's got to be American. Like, yeah. I agree. Boss bitch. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's going to be. We need that. <laughs> Boss girl. Betty White would have had it. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Like, we just yeah, we Dolly need Parton that title. would have it. Yeah. Dolly Parton. Absolutely. Yes. I totally agree. And you have to say that before the person's name. You can't just say their name anymore. You have to say the title. Yeah, and it comes, you must respect them. And that's how I feel about Christine, and that's how I feel about this show. Nothing but love for this show. I'm on the edge of my seat. Have you watched all the episodes? I didn't watch last night's, obviously, because it was on at 9 p.m., but I'm going to watch it today. But, uh, listen, the stakes of this show are, oh, is the fucking oil tycoon going to take down the train tycoon? (laughs) Like, it's so stupid. That's another thing. Only this show. I hate old money, new money. I don't care. They all suck. Okay, we can all agree on that. But yeah. in in the universe of this show, it's just fun to like root for. I don't know which I'm rooting for because they both teams. Well, have you good always want to root for new money because you're like, well, when I have money, yeah, sure, I'll exactly. be good. <laughs> but that's the thing. I'll use it well. I don't think so, though. I think in people's brains, they think like, oh, if I was rich, I would be old money because old money is classy. New rich is so gauche. I would never be like that new rich person. And it's like, guess what, honey? You're never going to be neither. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the whole whole point of living in our current economic model. Yeah. And speaking of economics, I spent $25 to rent Marry Me last night. Oh, my gosh, Danielle. I would be remiss to not bring that up. Bury the lead. I know. I I was texting with Brad. I said I literally just press play on Marry Me. Give me, me everything. I'm not gonna. I'm something. never gonna watch it. I know you're not, and you're really missing out. As I said last week, this is a J Lo movie to the extreme. It hits every box. It's got J Lo in great outfits. It's got Owen Wilson as a frumpy math teacher who, for some reason, can still afford what must be a ten thousand dollar a month loft in Brooklyn. But you know, it's in Brooklyn, so he Rank must control. be poor. <laughs> yeah. He's got an adorable moppet of a child who also loves J Lo and has no, no, no issue at all being like, "You're going to replace my mom." No, she's like, "Great, it's J Lo. Let me hug her." Is the mom alive or dead? She's alive. Divorced. They're just divorced. Who plays the mom? I don't know, actually. Oh, okay. Not famous. Not famous. We've not got busy Phillips. We've got comedians in the second leads. You know, we've got Michelle Buteau as uh, J Lo's assistant. We've got Sarah Silverman, who I'm like, Sarah must have needed to check. She's not touring right she hasn't now. She's been in everything in a while. Yeah, but like this, this is the type of part she would have taken like 15 years ago. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. To, it's like exactly the same part as she played in uh, School of Rock, where she's the friend of the teacher. But she brings com- comedic relief when you need it most. And you've got, you know, Owen, I got to say, Owen and J-Lo, they do have some light chemistry. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Good for them. They, they have a song where J-Lo is like singing and she goes... 
the lyrics of the song are like, I used to think you were the most important thing, but then I found a new love, the most important love of all. I love me the most. <laughs> it's like the best lyrics. I immediately went to Spotify and I saved that song to my favorites. And it's just great. There's the whole out the whole soundtrack is new JLo songs. I didn't realize she was pulling like a bodyguard with it. Wow. So I just have to say, I felt like it was every penny well spent. I really enjoyed it. Um, and you know, if you need a silly, silly romantic comedy to watch, rent marry me. I'm not going to do yes that. to marry me. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That's good. You're the new Jean Shallot. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, wait. Also, the the recurring, like, there's a recurring bit where Jimmy Fallon plays himself and is, like, doing his monologue and making fun of J-Lo. Neither him or Corden. Pick your poison, right? Well, they have this actor who I was like, oh, Corden wasn't available, which is shocking because he's always available. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe Co Corden's Corden. coming out of the pot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the, he plays J-Lo's manager. He's a British, like frumpy dude. I was like, okay, Corden just got COVID or something for the two weeks where they were filming this. Well, but... Corden's like, I have to have a song in it. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. this is a J-Lo movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, where Jimmy Fallon is just being really rude and making fun of JLo all the time and I was like wow can't believe Jimmy Fallon agreed to just like portray his shitty personality in this movie <laughs> like it's not funny jokes he's being mean it's the type of thing where like these clips would be used in a documentary when JLo dies you know of like look how mean the press was about her not JLo but the character but um it, I don't know it was a weird bit it was a weird weird bit anyway other than that great film wow um, I don't have anything to say. Uh, you know, it's, it's completely not not for me. You're not um, going to marry. Kate. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad Thank it's you. good. I'm glad every. I'm glad it's a, a crowd pleaser. It's a hit. It's a hit. It's a bona fide hit <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, J Lo, 100 hot throughout the film. Don't even get me started on Julie Chen's looks. I know we didn't cover them. There's oh my many. god, Danielle! I There's gotta, too many. Start the second hour. <laughs> It's hard during Celebrity Big Brother because like... Red blouse leather skirt. Red blouse quickly. leather skirt. I like a girl in a short skirt and a long leather blouse. blouse. <laughs> um, she looks hot. I'll give her a hot. She again she posted trying, her shoes. You know I'm going the other way. She was trying to evoke hot mm. with fire engine red and leather. A blouse? A poofy blouse? Yeah. What are you, a grandma? <laughs> what are you, Christine Baranski? Dame Christine yeah, Baranski? Dame Christine Baranski. It was a not for me. It was wow. nothing. It was what, like, forget about it. I did forget about it. What I would have liked would be if there were no sleeves on the poofy shirt. Like, the sleeves ruined it. She needed to show the shoulder again. She yeah, I, think, I mean, the, yeah, the sleeves were too poofy. It was, it was yeah. generally just not. Not that it needs to be form-fitting, but it was no. just it was, it was the opposite of We needed some fitting. balance. It was billowy. Yeah. I She posted her shoes again, which a close-up of her feet with a considerable amount of toe cleavage. And I'm just like, you know, I, I like to look into things. Is Julie, she hasn't been plugging the merch as much, the Christian merch. Is Julie trying to get in on some foot some feet selling pics over here. Is, is Julie Chen going to open? Fans. Perhaps only fans. A, yeah, foot only fans to bring in a little side hustle money. Like, what's going on here? That wouldn't be Christian. No, but you know what? Julie Chen has no morals. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. She's true neutral. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think you're right. I think they must have told her, like, Calm down. With <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> or maybe they were like, you can't do it on Celebrity Big Brother, but you can do it on regular Big Brother. Yeah, with these know. people. I don't know. It's weird. Well, maybe she's, she's like, weird. these people, maybe celebrities to her are already lost. Mm, yeah. They already live in the they're den not, of temptation. They're not children of God. No. They live in Los <laughs> Angeles, where she is the bright paladin, the one warrior fighting for Warrior of God. Yeah. Um, she kicks ass for the Lord. Disgusting, disgusting, <laughs> sick Los Angeles crime. We're in Los Angeles. There's <laughs> shootings on the street. There's trash everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I gave her a begrudging hot and you give her a knot. That's what yeah. that's what it is. It's written in stone. It's hey Julie Laura now. 
update the spreadsheet. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, always send us comments and questions at Hey Julie BB on Twitter. We got a couple like fresh usernames in there. Oh yeah, recently, and we love seeing that. So yeah. thank you, and we love the old standbys too. Uh, so yeah. thank you to everyone. Um, we'll be back probably the end of this week with another pod, and that's when we'll do our Survivor Looky Loo. All right, I got a okay. plan for that. Me too. Thanks for listening. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.